So good to have everybody here today. Happy Mother's Day. You can bring the lights on. I'll just keep crying if we don't. I'll we'll just keep crying if we don't. Let's turn the lights on. I can see some faces in here. But it's so good to have everybody here at Pearl Street Church today. Man, 930 service. We popping today. You brought your moms. I was joking last week on bringing your moms. But you were, you took me. I was joking. Yes, I bring your mom. But I hope today we have a good time. We're going to jump in and do something a little different here today. So say hello to somebody around you as you're taking a seat here today. And we'll jump into this. I'm going to have the one and only first lady of the house up here with me today. My wife is going to be on the stage. Babe, what is your better side? Where do you want to sit? Where do you want to sit? What's your better side? Hey, all right. Hey, hey, hey. hey. I don't want to. It's a better side, but I don't have to like mess with my hair. Hey. But we thought it would be great uh, today. Um, well, we, we, yeah. I don't know. You know, uh, every year for the past six years of the Pearl Street Church, I've always had a clear idea of what to do on Sunday. Like Mother's Day, we're going to do this, blah, blah, blah. This year I was like, I don't know what we're going to do. I have no clue. Uh, it's probably due to a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. Um, but, you know, I was like, eh, I don't know what to do. Well, she popped in the car on Wednesday and was like, you know what? I think we can go up. I think well, I can come up on stage. Okay, hold on, back up. You were like, how about you speak? And I was like... Oh, that's true. I was asking her to Yeah, like, for like weeks. Speak? And I was like, you know, that's not my calling. But <laughs> I had a moment of pity on you yeah. <laughs> this week. <laughs> when Wednesday, he still didn't Thank have anything you. planned. And I was like, well, I mean, we could like banter. <laughs> we, could, we could make this work. We can make this work. So I thought, I, didn't, I, I was a little surprised because she, she just got off a 24-hour call. You did? I did. Yeah, she just got off this morning. How many babies did you deliver yesterday? I know you delivered Mason because Heather asked every single time Ellis. she FaceTimes. Ellis. Ellis Ellis, asked, yeah. Ellis asked every single time, Mom, did you deliver a baby? And she says, yes. What's its name? It's true. It's she true. She asked it every single day. So I know Mason was born yesterday. Mason and Calvin. Mason there and Calvin. Two boys. Yeah, two boys. It was boys a pretty and that was quiet. It? Okay. It was a, yeah, delivery-wise, it was Delivery-wise, yeah. pretty quiet. Cool. Well, good. I was pretty surprised that she was going to say yes to getting up here and doing this, but... Uh, we'll see how it. it goes. We're going to grip and rip. <laughs> Let's go with it, right? Yeah. Cool. Well, happy Mother's Day. Let's jump into this. We're, we're, it'll be some mother questions. We'll pray for moms at the end. Uh, we'll have some of our... Some people always wonder kind of how we navigate uh, pastoring and then uh, a medical doctor and how this all works out and how we handle it. And so we're just going to answer a lot of questions today. So it may be uh, some questions answered for some people like, man, how do they do it? Um, and then for other people, it'd be like, um, it just may be useless information. <laughs> Pretty much it. So I just pray that you ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you uh, so that he gives you something if nothing else does. Cool. And if you've never been here before, I am always the butt of so many jokes. She is. So I've always waited to have a mic where I could like maybe correct the the timeline, Correct, we'll see the what timeline happens, but... stories, everything like that, right? You can't, you can't just, I can't just like shake can't. my head over there, so. No, you cannot. We'll see what happens. Yeah, so we're jumping in. Hey, you know, one of the, one of the things about marriage and parenting is it, it is, I, I don't think you get the full reality until you jump fully into it. I think there's an idea, right, based on what you've experienced growing up, but then once the moment, the moment you get into it, I think it's a little more challenging and a little more exhausting and a little more um, 
taxing than I think we ever maybe imagined going to. You ever been there in your life where you, you signed up for something you didn't realize how hard it was going to be? And you got into the middle of it and you were like uh, taking on water? You been there? Yeah. You ever been there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was, um, we, in, when I was in med school, no, residency. Residency. We signed up for this. Uh, my best friend and I, we were residents together and we signed up for a like muddy buddy. And I was like, yeah, I run a couple miles. Like we'll be fine. I did not really look into it. So we had to drive to Austin early one morning and we were on a team of four, which I also did not know. And there was a bike leg. I had not rode a bike since I was probably 11 and I got the bike leg and it was in, it was literally vote. It wasn't a muddy buddy. It was a mud mudder or something. Yeah, I it was, a mudder. I it was the hardest terrain in the entire country that they did. And yeah, it was Austin, this crazy yeah. rocky, like off mountain biking yeah. thing. And I, I almost died. Yeah. I walked. She has not signed up for a mother since. That's the truth right I will never do it again. She has never signed up for him. Well, I'll tell you, motherhood and parenthood and the whole bit, you know, do you think it's been more challenging than you thought going into it? Or do you think it's been somewhat natural for you to just step into it? I mean, I think it's natural for sure. I mean, I think that God put it in us. But that's my favorite question to ask moms when they come back at six weeks. I'm like, so is it easier or harder than you thought? And 99% of the time they go, mm, both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you realize like, wow, what did I do with my life before? before because yeah. you learn to opt, sure. you get three hours of sleep and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm a new person. I can clean the house. I can do my hair. Like it's yeah. like, you know, um, but yeah, I mean, I think that it's. I think the most fascinating thing for me as a husband watching it is the amount of like uh energy that seems like it comes from nowhere in our kids or in, in you us? in you oh. in moms <laughs> was like... in moms yes from our kids <laughs> but in moms i think it was the biggest surprising thing for me as a husband is like if, you, if you're breastfeeding right i'm sorry for anybody but, but if you're breastfeeding like once you get into this it's no big deal if you're single and you're like whoa like you don't talk about it. you're all the married couples you get this right it's normal to talk about stuff like this like, are you, are you not, you know, what are you doing for me? No. Okay, cool. Uh, but the, but the amount of times that mom get up in the middle of the night just to feed the kid and the cry of a baby that immediately just kicks like the, what is it? Is that maternal instincts into a mom where she's just like, cool baby. And then making it happen. I yeah. think that was the most surprising thing for me is the level of energy you had. My favorite thing was when I would be on call for 24 hours and I'd come home and I'm like, how the baby sleep? Like, how often did she wake up? And he's like, mm, she didn't wake up. And I'm like, oh, she did. Poor thing. She starved all night. Like, <laughs> you just didn't hear it. <laughs> she miraculously always slept through the night if I wasn't there. <laughs> Not sure. Oh, uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> you just roll with it, right? She slept Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> Maybe. So our, our dynamic is a little different, obviously, uh, being pastor, doctor. Um, a lot of people ask questions in the realm of like how we manage those dynamics. Like how do we manage, you know, you're, you're like busy, busy making things happen. And thank you, COVID, because she's busier than ever right now. And then pastoring and leading 
how do we just manage these dynamics and uh, what, are the, what are the few things that we do in order to make sure we keep direction? A lot of synced calendars. Yes, we do. We sync calendars. When our calendars are out of sync, it is... No bueno. No bueno. Yeah. It's really bad. Um, our rhythm is this. I take care of kids in the morning and I pick them up from school most of the time. So I'm a little flexible inside of my schedule um, where she is a little more rigid. Uh, she's got to be at a, uh, in her office maybe or at the hospital doing a surgery at 7 a.m. She does surgery until 8 or 8.30. Then she's rushing to clinic and then she's in clinic from X amount of time to X amount of time. You spend a lot, 99.9, well, you spend a lot of your time, I shouldn't say 99.9, but a lot of your time talking to women, counseling through situations, dealing with their, their situations. So she talks a lot all day long. So when she gets off of work, she like needs decompression, right? You decompress a lot. So what I do a lot is I'll pick up the kids and I'll go to a park, let them go crazy, and then give her like 30 to 45 minutes to decompress, that's kind of our dynamic and our journey. But yeah, we communicate a lot. We got sync calendars. We, what else do we do? Yeah, and I mean, I think that over the, there's seasons where it gets harder than others, for sure. There's, there was seasons where we were like passing ships in the night. Yeah. We wouldn't see each other for sort of weeks at a time, yeah. almost, because of just the way the dynamics were. But um, I think communicating, having those calendars has been... The game changer for the us. The game changer, yeah. 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 And just knowing, like, sometimes it's going to have to ebb and flow. And, you know, there's a lot of times, a lot of, there's certain days of the week I get off a little earlier, so I could get the girls. And I'm like, oh, great, it's a night we could do family time. Well, those are also the nights you usually have something at yeah. the church. So so if you wonder why things happen on a Tuesday night, mm -hmm. you're like, oh, it's got to be strategy. Tuesdays are good for me. Yeah. No, it's just simply that she gets off early and yeah. she can pick up the kids. I can pick up the kids. And then I can yeah. be here. That's literally Which it. Which means not Welcome to Pro each Street other, Church. But, You're like, yeah. We just going with the roll, going works, with the flow. Yeah. We're not trying to be anybody that we're not. You know, we just are who we are, right? And that's that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we get asked a lot, though, about like the whole, I, at least I've had the comment made to me a lot about yeah. are you a, you know, so when I get entered, honestly, a lot of times I'm like walking in the top door and they're like, oh, do you, are you with anybody? Would you like a seat? And I'm like, I'm Pastor Brent's wife. Like, because people, and that's yeah. okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I, th I think I get asked all the time or I, people always assume when we were at like, a, I was at a women's conference last weekend and people were, one of my friends who is another pastor's wife and we were talking and she was like so how do you and I'm like I am not the traditional pastor's wife like no. I don't serve no, that traditional role that that she does I mean that's her yeah, yeah. her calling and pastor, her and her yeah. her and her husband are they planted a church and they're yeah. building it together um and not that I'm not here as support for that, but I'm not traditional. And people always ask like, oh, is that hard to meet those expectations or feel like you fill those expectations? And for a long time it was, but I think in the last few years, I get more people who come up to me and they're like, man, I think that's really cool that you aren't at the church actually. Like, I like that you have a job, you're out, you have your own thing. So yeah. we get asked that a lot. I don't. Yeah, it would definitely make it easier if you weren't. <laughs> I think sometimes I get mad when I'm talking to some of my pastoral friends and like they're killing the game and their wife's in the mix and doing that. And I'm just looking at them like, I hate you. 
But, but you know, then you're my... like, but I drive a Tesla. So. <laughs> <laughs> I should not have said that. <laughs> I drive, okay. When I'm it's tired. pretty nice, okay, yeah. I say, when I'm tired, this is like either going to go. It's nice, okay? And, uh, <laughs> when I'm sleep I'm deprived, I'm, this I'm could good, go really bad or it could go. It doesn't really matter I how I can get really today. emotional or I'm have no Tesla. filter. I drive a Tesla, hey. No. <laughs> that has been nice, you know. <laughs> and those that don't know, we, we met in seventh grade. We started dating <laughs> in eighth so grade. Uh, she walked across the courtyard. She was wearing glasses and had braces in seventh grade. And then the Lord touched her between and a cardigan set. into eighth grade and removed it magically. I mean, it was like a supernatural miracle. And all of a sudden, she caught my eye differently. Um, <laughs> She walked across the courtyard and said, I want to be a doctor. I said, sign me up. I'm in. Game time. So we're living in the fruit of that right now. I drive a Tesla. That's awesome. We save a lot of money in gas. That it was. Yes, it's awesome. Don't try to justify it. We're just moving on. You're a doctor. You make lots of money. Okay, cool. All right. So how do we maintain healthy and uh, solid and healthy friendships? I think there's some clarity around our lives because our lives are so busy. If you know Heather and I and we've ever been in a conversation with you, you talk to me for two seconds, you know there's full disclosure. I'm fully transparent, okay? Disclosure and transparency are two separate things. I've already taught on that, that you don't, get dis you don't disclose all your chaos to people you don't know um, that aren't close to you, that have your best interest in heart. But you can be transparent with anybody, right? I struggle, but you don't need to share the struggle. That's the difference between transparency and uh, disclosure. We're very transparent people. We don't hold back. We're going to get all in the trenches. I think because our lives are so busy and so chaotic, we don't want to waste time, right? We're not trying to be superficial or trying to be something we're not. We fully know who God has called us to be. So we are very transparent on like, this is the challenge of life. This is our struggle. So we can connect very quickly with individuals. But as far as deep friendships where there's time, a key statement for us is it's not about the quantity of time we spend with people, but it's the time we have with those that we do. And that is our focus because we have limited time in life. We just have a blast with the people that we do life with. And so yeah, and that's I think, kind of our dynamic. I think over the years we've had to learn boundaries for sure too. For sure. Um, and so you, you learn there's certain... I'm going to not be up here next service. I'm going to say too many things. Oh. No, um, you know, sometimes there's, when you're, when you have a busy schedule yeah. and you're, both of our jobs require us to invest into other people a lot. So we tend to have relationships, the deep relationships, the common relationships tend to be ones that aren't um, super needy. You know, yeah. that like we instantly can hang out and have fun and have conversation. We're like-minded. Our situations maybe yep. aren't the same, but we have similar goals. And um, so, I mean, I think surrounding ourselves with people who make it easy, right? Like yeah. don't surround yourself with people. We don't that, have to be pastor and we don't have to be doctor. Yeah. Those are the key ones, yeah. Yeah, like we can just be Brent and Heather. Yourself, and yeah. um, we, we focus on those relationships, I think, more. Yep. Cool. Yes. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> what was uh, the best advice on motherhood you received, Heather? Best advice on motherhood that you received? Um, I think a couple things. One that I have to tell myself this pretty much. I, I so Sundays are my day. I'm I'm not. 
I'm here on Sunday for a couple of services, but I'm not yeah. necessarily like serving per se because I really feel like Sundays is my time to serve my kids. Yeah, I get un interrupted time with them except when I'm on call but otherwise for the most part it is just us yeah. you're doing your thing and that's part of my support to you is you don't have to worry about that side um, yeah. but when I sometimes Sundays I'm tired and I one thing somebody two things one somebody said to me was and this probably goes for any relationship but most of the time my reaction or my feelings are an indicator of what's going on in my own life than how my kids are actually acting. So if I'm tired, my temper is a little bit shorter. I'm shorter fused. So that's remembering that one time is check my emotions and yeah. like, are you really driving me that crazy? Or is, is this some of actually what I'm dealing with? And then the second thing, and this is one I tell myself all the time is, I sometimes wake up grumpy. I, I mean, we all have those days where you wake up and you're like, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to work out. I don't want to eat healthy. I don't like whatever it is, right? You're just not feeling it that day. And sometimes we sort of take that out on our significant others. Sometimes mm. we take that out on people at work. And we're grown adults with full understanding that we have a choice to act a, way, a certain way or not. And then Ellis, our oldest, she is the most joyful, positive little bubble out there. And when she wakes up grumpy, it's like the world is collapsing because it's not her character at all. Yeah. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Why aren't you just happy? And I have to remind myself, like, they're people too and they have emotions. So yeah. my one of the strongest things somebody told me was like, remember that they can be tired and they can have emotions also and yeah. that keeping that in mind gives you a whole lot more grace yeah, and understanding yeah. that like they don't have to want to eat their broccoli every single yeah, night. Yeah. It's okay. Give them Skittles. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. Sometimes you're like, just have it. We've just had a tough, yeah, it's cream. a long day. It's all right. <laughs> Anything else on that? Is that okay? That's cool. Uh, let's see here. What's another good one? Uh, how do we communicate effectively when and if we disagree on something? Wow. Come on, somebody. I think a key yeah. thing for us, yeah, yeah, she's tired. She is tired right now. Uh, a key thing for us is we, we, we know that God has called us to be together, that our, our lives, it's already been prophetically done. What was it uh, that Wade and Linda called us up when we were seniors in high school in front of our parents' church of like 30 people. We were younger people. than that. We were like we were 16 younger than that? Oh or God. 17. Yeah. We were like 16 or 17 sitting in church. This uh, missionary was speaking at my dad's church and then he just called Heather and I up on, on front, in front and then he just started kind of speaking over our relationship and our future and our calling together. And so I think uh, for us, we don't, we don't necessarily... There's the same end game. We're headed in the same direction. We are very two different ind independent individuals that think very, we think differently sometimes, but we know we're trying to get to the same outcome. And so for us, we will share how we, how we navigate this. And this is a big question I know for marriages because uh, in this day and age, it's like, well, I'm going to be right or I'm going to be right or whatever. And then it just causes tension or you don't talk, you sweep, th sweep things under the rug. Main thing for us is we share each other's opinions, thoughts, ideas, and because we agree on the destination, we usually will, will come to an agreement on what the best next step is, whether we fully agree or we don't. 
Yeah. Right? And so we just kind of like, we'll, we, we're, we're humble and we're both submissive to the dynamic of the marriage and the relationship and the family that we say, okay, I don't necessarily agree with that, but I believe you have a better, ex- better experience in here or better knowledge. So I'm going to let this decision you're making, we're going to go with that. And then we correct as we go along because she may not make the right decision or I may not make the right decision, but we don't look at each other like, see, you idiot. You should have known better. Yeah, that's how it ends up. It doesn't necessarily start start that smooth. We, I mean, we argue. Trust me, I think I'm right all the time. Um, and, and I don't know if I've ever heard Brent say the words, I'm wrong. So there... There's, it, there's, de- see, I'm totally getting you back for the last seven years. Um. The staff, <laughs> staff can attest. I say I screwed up on that, right? My bad call on that. I say it all the time. Well, not, not at home. I'm just saying. No, but I mean, you know. Selective memory. See, we got selective hearing. <laughs> they have selective memory. Amen. That's so true. It Men, works in your favor, husbands, though. Um. Selective memory. I just made that up right now. That is going to be a universal <laughs> truth that I preach on for the rest of my life. I mean, Univer- selective hearing, selective memory. I'll, I, I'll agree with that. Does any men agree with me on this right now? This is revolutionary. Thank you in Jesus' name. Okay? And all the men that didn't raise your hand, you need a backbone and you need to be a man. You need to be a man right now. Raise that hand loud and proud right here. Amen. Amen. Okay, sit down before you get in trouble, okay? Yeah. You better play you better pray they have selective memory later, amen. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what were you saying? So I was to say we had, honestly, it's one of those, it's one of those things. We had and it goes a lot to the health of where we are in our relationship. There's mm-hmm. time there's seasons or there's weeks or there's months where like we're driving hard in both directions and yeah. we haven't had like time together. Yeah. And we were getting these questions from people. We were talking about it over the over the phone last night when I'm at the hospital. And it was 1130 at night. It was awesome. It was awesome. Um, but one of them was this question, and it made me think. I was like, what was that? We had probably our second worst fight ever in 22 years. Mm-hmm. Disagreement, fight, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Over the ice storm over when we were trapped storm. together yeah. for five days straight. Yeah. It was glorious. We realized we, we love each other. A lot. <laughs> It was rough. It was rough. It was but we rough. did have a come to Jesus meeting. But we had, we did, we talk. had this like. But it was one of those talks. Like, all, I don't. And honestly, my selective memory works in your favor in this. In that, I have no. I literally have no idea what it was about. Yeah, I remember it was remember. bad. Yeah. And I remember it was one of those really serious things that I felt really passionate about. You felt really passionate about. Yeah. And there was a, it took a few you know we do try really hard to not go to sleep without resolving yeah. everything but it was one of those three day things that yeah. it took us that long to process through yeah. it and it I was like it's we're not going to have a resolution we are yeah. at a moot point this is not going to happen and not to be hyper spiritual but I did have to pray and bring myself back to as much as I do feel like I am a very strong independent woman like I don't need you to support me in almost any way I got this I can I feel that I'm not a feminist but amen I you know but at the same time I believe in the biblical truth that you're the authority of the house and I literally remember telling myself I'm just gonna have to 
like lay this one down and submit to that you're the authority. And that was literally our resolution. You can say that one more time. <laughs> but, but submit? Be, what does that mean? It was giving in, because I don't even remember what it was, but it was something yeah. I felt so strong about and that I was so right about and yeah. that it wasn't. But at the same thing, like you said, we're at the same goal. Yeah. And the goal is a healthy relationship and yeah. marriage and we love each other. Yeah. Like marriage is not easy. Yeah. You know, divorce is easy. Yeah, divorce is super easy. Staying married and working through those yeah. dynamics and those seasons yep. is a choice. Yep. And it takes a lot of work. Yep. Um, and we so, honestly, it was yeah. it was a conversation we had that night. I mean, we're really good. Yep. But it was a conversation of, like, we're just going to have to agree to disagree on this, and I'm going to submit to you on this. And, and then everything comes together, and it's great, right? If you've yeah. never read Love and Respect, read Love and Respect because... It teaches you that authority part, and literally by me just saying those words, I respect you, and you're the authority. I don't even remember what the fight was about. Yeah, and it was over the next day. So, legit. Amen. Do you think if we're more physical with each other, we have less problems? Are you asking me that question? Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow, this was not on the list. <laughs> you have an ulterior to be motive real here. In the house here today. Trying to help out some men. Do you think so? Wait, this is Mother's Day. Okay, Mother's Day. Uh, I thought it was Father's Day for a second. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, we're moving right along. <laughs> Amen. How would you say that your faith has changed? Um from the time you started uh, in your calling as a, as a physician, specifically inside of this area. And uh, yeah, just kind of how's your, how's your faith changed over this season? And, and you can talk about why you even went into OB-GYN. Um, yeah, I mean, I think what I originally went in to med I felt called to medicine very young and there was mm -hmm. confirmations and I definitely did not think I was going to be an OB-GYN. That was like on the bottom of my list. Um, and without really going into why I chose that per se, except that I really felt passionate about women because um, men are kind of gross, no offense, but I don't know. <laughs> I just like taking care of just women. I was like, I will never have to take care of a man. This is awesome. Um, so how can I? To this day. I know. <laughs> he still has to call his mom when he has a cold because I'm like, suck it up. Uh, <laughs> mom, Heather won't tell me what to take. My throat hurts. Uh, anyways. I'm like, go to the store, read the symptoms, and buy the medicine. Okay. Uh, anyway, I, I think, I mean, I felt, I did feel called to women. Uh, and I think what now, how it's changed over 11 years of being an OBGYN wow. um, is that women are some of the most faith filled, not that men can't be faith filled. But the level of faith that a woman has is astounding to me. Um, I'm trying not to get emotional. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I know we're talking about 
we're kind of going light on the motherhood part mm-hmm. today. We're doing some marriage like stuff, but man, as it's easy to talk about motherhood um, in the traditional sense, but of course, I every week bear witness to moms who lose their baby. Hmm. Um, unfortunately, yeah. I get the joy of you know delivering Calvin and Mason yesterday, right? But um, you know, 99% of my day is really happy and joyful. And then there's yeah. a 1% that that's the highs of the high and the lows of the low. Yeah. And, um, so seeing that, seeing women walk through years or decades of infertility, um, or not having a partner, uh, wanting to be a mother in the, in the traditional sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think that, you know, I was, we're, chatting about this and I heard somebody say something the other day about and it made me think and kind of go back and read the story like Elizabeth when she was pregnant with John the Baptist Zachariah um, the angel appeared to him and said you're going to have a son and you're going to name him John and at that point she was menopausal she had been promised a child but she'd been through menopause so it was literally impossible and his first response was like, what? Why? Like, how? How is that possible, mm-hmm. right? He doubted, and immediately he was deaf and mute yeah. for the rest of her pregnancy. How great would that have been? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's awesome. But <laughs> Elizabeth, so we need to shut up. Okay, but, but it was by Elizabeth's faith and yeah. her faith that God trusted her to, to carry John the Baptist. And they yeah. said, you know, it was prophesied to her that he's going to be this gatekeeper for Jesus that he's going to be filled with the Holy Spirit while he's on the inside of her. And she had no doubt in, in the faith that was there. There was no qualms of like, I'm in menopause. Like it's not possible. Right. She She was filled with it and he was silenced until she gave birth. And even when she gave birth, the people around her were like, what's his name? What's his name? Right. And her husband can't hear or speak. And she's like, his name's John. Because that's what the angel spoke, and that was like not traditional at the time. It wasn't a family name. Yeah, that wasn't yeah. the. It was supposed to be. They're like, no, it's Zachariah, right? Like, what? And they go to Zachariah, and it was finally then that he was like, my son's name is John. That yeah. he had a voice again, and he could hear again. So it wasn't his faith. Not that men can't have faith, but I yeah. feel like women go through life having this amount of faith and perseverance that. Um, every day I'm shocked by and amazed by, and that has then grown my faith. Yeah. Um, in, in little things, you know, we're talking about motherhood, but, um, you know, in, in everyday situations, it's like Angela going to support her mom, you know, it, it, no offense, but like, you don't hear of sons doing that very often Mm. it happens i'm sure right but like it's that it's part of that maternal instinct it's that caregiver mentality (laughs) and built in nature that we have and that faith to know that that we're gonna you know moms are legit we'll just say that women are legit they're legit i I was out on the epidural (laughs) i lied now i'm done i'm good call me when the baby's here (laughs) you go hang out that we was a trip, we were in labor, and at one point, I, my parents were there, even though I didn't want them there, but that's fine. They were there, and we're chatting and whatever, and um, it was like a couple of hours, and I was like, where's Brent? And they're like, I don't know. I haven't mm-hmm. seen him I in a while. I went to local coffee. I called him, and I'm like, where are you? He's like, I went for I a walk. good coffee. I was like, call me when the baby's here. Hello, yeah. somebody. He had gone for a walk like a mile away. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. I was like, what if... 
Why the baby was coming? I was praying. There was okay, an emergency. Good thing was happening. He was like, "Well, I would run," and I'm like, "Well, you're not that fast." So. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, um, motherhood is a is something you've seen in your mom. Now, we, we always look at a Proverbs 31 woman. If you really look at a Proverbs 31 woman and you read through Proverbs 31, you're going from verse 10 to 31. There, there's some like serious stuff inside of there. Like, what do you think about when you think of Proverbs 31? I think I'm tired. Yeah. Like, if you read it, she is getting up early. She's up early. She's making, She's making their, breakfast for everybody in the household. Making, I wish it said husband, but it said household. But all good. Yeah. She's getting up early. She's making their food. She's making their clothes. Making their clothes. She owns her own business. Yep. She invests her money well. Yeah. She's investing in others and making sure that their daily activities are set for the day. Yeah. She is then working late into the night in yeah. preparation for the next. I'm like, I read it and I'm early. like, yeah, yeah. I'm tired. What are you not doing? Yeah. Proverbs 31. Lady, women, She's crazy. crazy. If you can pull that off, go for it. Kudos to you. Yeah. Amen. But one of the things is, is uh, your mom, you know, you saw an incredible woman in your mom. And your mom, you know, I think your mom, my mom too, but I think your mom is one of the, the hardest working, most caring, loving women that I've ever met in my life. I mean, she gave me $1,000 at 18 so that I can invest it. I mean, who gives an 18-year-old 1000 bucks? I didn't invest it. I just put it in a bank account because I wanted to marry her. But um, I was like, thank you. That'll pay for a ring. Amen. Uh, but uh, yeah, just what, what, is, what, is, what is your mom, just seeing what your, who your mom is, what has she taught you? And I don't know if I'll be able to talk about her. She's alive. Um, yeah. She is, she's a Proverbs 31 woman, that's yeah, for sure. She's a believer. She has never wavered in her fear and admonition of God and raised us in that way. Even yep. when my dad was not, he's a believer too, but he wasn't supportive in that. Didn't find the value or yeah. the, the, she's the one that took us to church. Um, you know, and she's a hard worker. She ran her own business on a high school education. I like she blows me away. She's the most generous person yep. I've ever met. Um, and now she has dementia. And her, she's, she's still that person. Her nature is still that. But yep. it's like Mother's Day. She won't even know what today is. Hmm. Um, you know, and yep. so, yeah, I mean, she taught me if I could be a 10% of what she is. That's a goal. Yeah. <clears throat> that was your fault. You brought that up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> there's just a lot of pressure in all that we do. And this year's been a challenging when we think about it. The reality is we all, we are walking through, we're all walking through something. We care for our mothers. We love for our mothers. But the hardest thing to do is to see our mothers not be who they once were. 
you know, as a church, we just, man, we care and we want to see everybody live to their full potential, live to their full calling. We want every woman to be a Proverbs 31 woman, to walk in confidence of who God has called them to be and, you know, live out generosity and care and, and, and support and encouragement and the marriage dynamic to be loving and respecting. And I mean, you know, my, you know, my teaching on the marriage dynamic is, it's insanely tough, but every woman just has that, that desire, right. To, to accomplish and do and take the reins and run. I mean, it's at, cause we can do it better. Just saying. <laughs> but that's why God said you always desire the position of your husband. So there has to be that humility there. And that's a tough thing. And we live in a generation today that doesn't necessarily support godly principles and values. And with that creates chaos in the dynamics of family. And here today we see generations are being destroyed in our country here today. And what is it going to take? It's going to take women rising up, not in the name of feminism, not in the name of a social movement, but in the name of Jesus Christ to say, I'm going to humble myself before the Lord and say, you know what? We're called to be moms, fierce in every capacity, but we still are submissive to our creator and to the dynamic of what God has placed us within the family dynamic. And here we are. It doesn't take anything away. It only adds two if we can live it out. And today there are mothers that are here today that may not physically have a child. Their children are only in heaven. There's Soon to be mothers here today that are like Hannah, that their prayer is, God, would you bless us with the gift of a child? There's some people here today that you physically cannot have a child. You're beyond childbearing years, but today you sit here as a spiritual mother. There's mothers here today that you're a single mom. You're on the journey alone today. You have sleepless nights worried about your children are so exhausted from the day you can't even get a wink of your own sleep. Worried about what tomorrow is going to bring. And today, mothers, you guys, you guys are amazing. I mean, you, you fascinate me every single day, the level of care and compassion you have for our children and mothers, what you have today. So what I want us to do is just close out here today, praying for moms, praying for mothers, praying for spiritual mothers, wherever you are on the journey, just praying for you. Because it's not, it needs to be one or the other. This is not that patriarchal society and men needs are there. But this is the family dynamic rising up. And when a woman is strong, when a woman is valued, when a woman is honored, Man, our, our families are better. Our society is better. So we just want to pray over you today. And so ladies and women in the house, if you would, just stand up. Mothers, spiritual mothers, whatever it is, we want you to stand up. We're going to pray for you. We're going to close it out here today just praying for your best. And maybe today you are, maybe you are like Hannah. As you stand here today, you are like Hannah. You want a child. You're praying for a child. Man, I just pray. I mean, I pray, man. This has been a house. I think it's a beautiful, unique thing that we have as a, uh, as a couple that she's bringing life into the world and I'm leading to help people on the journey of it. And it's just cool that in our church, we've had so many people come to us and say, we can't have children. We can't have children. And man, we pray over them. And for whatever reason, they have a child. They get pregnant. It's like a legit deal. It's super cool. Uh, so if you're looking for, hey, you want to have a baby and you're having problems, let us know. We'll pray for you. But then we can schedule an appointment with Heather and she'll do all the other stuff. And 
So it's tandem. We work in tandem together. But we want to pray over all the mothers in the house and uh, pray that you just continue to walk in the strength and the resilience that God has for you. Amen. God, we just thank you, Lord. Come on, all the men in the house and everybody else, let's just put our hands towards our moms and our mothers and soon-to-be mothers. God, we just, we're praying over the women in this house here today, those that, Father, you have blessed with children, those, God, that you've blessed with spiritual children, God, those that, uh, that you have blessed with children that are in heaven, God. Father, we're praying over every single mother uh, that is in our church here today, God, that, Father, you would bless them. Father, you would strengthen them, that you would encourage them. Father, as they sit here today, Lord, and they're navigating through this season, Lord, and they sit here on a day of, of celebration over their position. Father, we just pray that they would receive everything that they've been laying down. Father, all that they've been given out, Father, may it all be picked up here today, God. All the words of affirmation, all the words of encouragement, all the words of strength that they've been given to everybody else around them. Lord, may they receive it all today, God. Father, even if they're walking into Mother's Day exhausted and tired and, and Father, maybe even frustrated with their life, God. Frustrated with the season they're in, God. May you push, pull into them, God. May you strengthen them, God. May by your spirit, you replace every bit of tiredness. Father, every bit of frustration, God. Father, may you, you pour into them. And Father, maybe measures that they haven't received in a long period of time. Bless them, strengthen them, encourage them, God. Father, may they receive all that they've been given out across the board, God. Everything. Father, may they be valued and honored amongst uh, people here today, God. Father, we love you. We thank you for our moms, all that they represent to us. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody says, amen and amen and amen.